<clears throat> this is my. We haven't had uh, gunk that started like this in a while. Hold on. Mm. Oh no! <laughs> oh, is that is that the return of tea soda? Mm-hmm. This time it's bacon flavored. We decided Thanksgiving season was done, so yeah. I let so you guys know. So what does the tea stand is? for? Uh, uh, mm, the tea stands for uh, tots because sometimes people eat tots for breakfast. Oh dang it! I gave up the. It. I gave up the theme. It's breakfast themed. Oh okay. Oh okay. 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 All right. <laughs> It's Man, special. I sure love my so, Western omelet tea soda. Is the idea <laughs> that you could have a plate of tots out for breakfast, and you could just grab any can of tea soda, and yes. it would be a perfect compliment. <laughs> no matter what. Yes. Yeah. Actually, I recommend you drink the flavor with the breakfast food. So if you're having scrambled eggs, you should try the scrambled egg soda. Oh, you really you want to double down. Oh, just down. double down. Double down. <laughs> it's so nasty. Oh my gosh. But you know, I'm Kai, what's it. your favorite what's your favorite flavor of tea soda? Well <laughs> breakfast right now edition. I'm just imagining like drinking all of them at once, just like pouring them into the glass <laughs> oh! and mixing them, and I would call it like a breakfast burrito soda. Uh, the rec the rec <laughs> oh you, you go. You, are you looking for a job, Kai? <laughs> <laughs> I am <laughs> Uh, welcome, welcome, one and all, to Gaming New Horizons. It's a show where we talk about your three best friends. Well, <laughs> yes, correct. Yes, it's, I'm still thinking about tea soda. I want this breakfast burrito. Welcome, welcome to Gaming New Horizons. It's a show where your three best friends talk about video games. That's pretty much the whole gist of it. I'm your best friend, Joe. I'm your best friend, Terrence. I'm your best friend, Ray. And we have a guest that got, that got sucked in through the through space and time. That's right. I'm Kai. Um, I don't have friends, but <laughs> I have gaming buddies. That counts for something, I think. Yes. Um, They're very uh, similar, real- you'd learn, Kai. Hmm. They're very remarkably Kai, similar, actually. Yeah, as of today, you, ha- you have three new best friends, even. Oh my gosh. So, there you go. S- so, I'm a little upset at us. Why? Because um, I had this thought right now. We're the three best friends. Why don't we call our guest the guest friends? <gasps> oh, That's actually kind of brilliant. That's really like good. That. I do yeah, like keep Kai, that in mind. How would my... you like to be our very first guest friend? I would love to. At mm. least in name. The guest friend. Welcome. Welcome. You feel Thank the you power? For, Thank I you do. For, uh, what's the word? Uh, christening the show. That's not it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. We're here today to talk about some video game news. And Terrence has brought it to my attention that there is a, a new video game coming out this summer. Uh, would you like to tell us a little bit more about that, my guy? So, um, from the... From uh, the the company Obsidian comes the new game Grounded. It's a survival game um, about you, you know, the player, has been shrunk down to a very small 
version of yourself and you have to deal with the horrors of being in your backyard and mm-hmm. when i say horrors i mean horror like giant bugs really is the main yeah. is the main Mostly bugs. thing so i think that's pretty scary it's a nice little twist on uh the theme of survival games that have been pretty um you know pretty focused on as of our adulthood right like mm-hmm. if you if you mm-hmm. think about the time frame from like 2014 till now, survival games have been huge. So, I think uh, I'm excited for it. We we watched a trailer together a little earlier before recording this podcast, and um, it's pretty like the 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 animation style for it is very um, you know what is I'm, I'm losing all the words I'm trying to describe it with, but it's very oh, um, it's appealing. Pixar. It's very Pixar. Pixar. It's very appealing. It's very colorful, but they do a very good job with the narrator's voice and um, the bugs showing you how scary it's supposed to be. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like it's scary and uh, anxious, (laughs) Um, but like it's pretty and poppy and colorful. So like, you know, the dread doesn't stick around for very long. But it is still like it, it. It allows you. Okay, I think that's what it is. There's no dread. There is fear, and you know, like you're out there trying to survive, and you're scared of the bugs. But you're also like, you you always get this feeling that you can do it. That's what I got from the from the trailer, at least. Like I, I felt like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to like ser- like fight this challenge. I'm ready to fight these bugs and survive and get big again. Get what trade is that? A lot of the game takes place in your backyard. That's it. it you can see the your huge house in the background mm-hmm. the whole time. So you're like, so there's my goal. How do I get there? Also, with some more uh, research, we we learned that this is a multiplayer game. Ooh. Yes, not sure what that entails, but it said up to four people, which is Ooh. a good number for co-op. I like co-op. that. Yeah. Yeah, right? Don't feel as lonely and helpless with your friends. Feel helpless together. <laughs> yeah. If I, if I could describe like this whole month in one phrase, I think that would be it. Just helpless mm, together. Yeah. Helpless yeah. together. Yeah. There you go. Love that. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> 2020, helpless together. Helpless together. Helpless together. Oh man, mm-hmm. that might that you you did it. You did it just now. Um Watching this trailer made me realize that I really enjoy a very specific type of game, and that is a game where you play as a really small guy. I really like <laughs> I really like Bugs Life on the PlayStation. I really like Toy Story on the PlayStation. I really like Chibi Robo on the GameCube. Mm. All of these games you play as a really small guy in a backyard. There's a big house. I really like Katamari Damacy. Start off really small guy in a house. It's good stuff. I don't know. What's good about that? Why I love you? your accent when you said it's, yeah. good, it's good stuff. It's good, <laughs> it's stuff. good stuff. I, I don't I know mean, what to say. I can kind of agree with that, but also, like, I feel like I play my whole life as a small guy. <laughs> but, like, having a video game about it is not a bad thing, because I, mm-hmm. I want to ride bugs in my life. And they don't mm-hmm. show in the trailer whether or not this is a function of the game, but I imagine at some point you can ride on one of those bugs. I didn't even oh, think about please. that, because... 
I said it was like a mixture between Bugs Life, Subnautica, and Ark Survival Evolved. And I say Subnautica because of the mystery that is very apparent and like the stylized base buildings and how that looks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say Ark because of the way that building your own equipment to survive and the way that fighting the creatures in the world looks. And if it is anything mm-hmm. like Ark, then I think that becoming like a ladybug tamer might be a possibility. That'd be cool. Hold on, wait. Like so, that. Kai, if you could ride a bug right now, what bug would that be? I don't know. I mean, I was actually thinking ladybug. I don't know. That would okay. be kind of cool. Like, definitely yeah. a flying bug. Because if you're going to go that way, then just, you know, do it. You got to fly. Gotta oh, fly. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, because I guess any bug that can fly can, like, crawl up walls. So you kind of mm-hmm. just want it all. I feel like yeah. being able to tame a spider would give you a sense of dominance. But. I feel like that's very, very particularly for you. I, 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 I remember you, you like when you put this when you put this to us. You're like, this is a horror game, and I was like, and I was watching the trailer. I'm like, okay, I, I, okay, sure. And then there was the scene where like he was in a cave and there was a big spider behind him, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I see. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's a horror game. And there's for the horror. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. And I've and although I've gotten really good at, um like changing my perception of spiders themselves um i still understand the how horrifying they are you know yeah quote especially big ones yeah especially big ones actually uh yesterday i helped a spider out of my room it was fairly big and uh i panicked because i realized the thing that i was <laughs> carrying it out of with i uh, had a little hole in the corner of it so it was trying to get out of it right before i was at the door Ooh. but I did it mm. successfully, and it, it ended up okay. Congratulations to Terrence. Spiders. Yeah, congratulations. 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 You saved a Joe, life. Joe, what kind of bug would you tame? I want to know everyone's bug taming um, uh, power now. <laughs> this isn't... I don't think I would agree with this tomorrow or even an hour from now, but right now, the guy that's in my head is a praying mantis. Ooh, oh, I love yeah, that. Cool. I was thinking yeah. about that for you. I was. I was. I thought you were gonna say mosquito for some fucked up reason. Oh no! <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't, though. I'm no. so glad uh, you didn't. You know, I was what? gonna say even if there's an achievement in this game to tame and ride every bug, I won't get it because I'll kill every mosquito. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, it would be a powerful weapon against your enemies, though. Like, imagine if I don't know, care. You can score an army of mosquitoes. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I hate this yeah, image. Army oh, no. Mosquitoes. Gross. Uh, I, I, I was thinking I would tame a butterfly, but I might be more of a beetle friend. Yeah. I think both are true. Which is both are true, right? So it's, that's the duality of Ray. I could do either or, or both. I would be the dual tamer. Sorry. Mm. That horned beetle, that, that's, a, that's a look. That's a move. Yeah. For sure. A horned beetle for sure for Ray. Why do we all know so much about bugs? <laughs> Animal uh, Crossing. Animal Crossing. Which, uh, okay, yeah. All right. Literally the in general. <laughs> now, I wanted to ask you this earlier, Kai, but I wanted to save it for now. Um, so, why bugs? Kai likes bugs, and I want to know why. I know it's a very... Um, it doesn't seem like it if should be that one rare thing for people I know, to like bugs. If there's one thing I know, it's that Kai likes bugs, and yeah. I want to know why. <laughs> I, do. I do like bugs. Um, <laughs> honestly, I don't know, because until recently, I didn't like bugs at all. I think it's because of my what brother. Changed? 
Like, my brother... Okay. So, the, he goes to university, and the school he goes to has a forensic entomology program, where they study bugs, mm. like, specifically to study how they affect crime scenes, which is really... Love that, yes. Oh, really? So that is he, really like, cool. So, he, met all these people who study that, and he'd come home with bug facts for me. And, like, at first it was just super annoying, but then after a while it got really interesting. And honestly, mm. that's kind of why. Like, I've just been hearing bug facts for several years, and now I'm like, you know what? Bugs are pretty legit. Oh, wow. I didn't even think about that. That's crazy. That's that's I really love interesting. That. Thank you. I'm so glad I asked. Yeah. I I almost went that route in life. I uh, I took a forensics class in high school. It was offered my senior year. Um, and one whole section of it was, uh, dedicated to just looking at bug entomology and seeing how it affected crime scenes and what you can learn from it. And I wanted to do that for like two weeks as a career. It's super interesting. Yeah. And then I realized (laughs) I don't like bugs. I mean, that's also valid. Like, here's the thing. I like bugs, but if I see one in my room, I'm still probably going to (laughs) scream. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I've yeah, I, I've grown to really like bugs, like in fiction. <laughs> yeah, okay, I get that. <laughs> Real bugs, I've, not not a not a fan. I've learned to um, I've learned to, uh, you know, coexist with them because I hate the idea of killing them because of how easy it is, and I feel like that is the main reason why people mindlessly just kill most bugs. And I understand there's a difference, but it's weird for me. I know it's not something that I would ever expect other people to feel the same way about, but kicking over an anthill is so traumatizing to me. It's like, yeah. that's a whole, mm. like, family, and you're just they, like, they worked oh, on that for the... days? I don't know. I don't know how long they work on things, but I don't <laughs> kill spiders. I try to get them out, you know. Terrence Mosquitoes is like, are different. give me a real challenge. Yeah. Give me a real ant hill to destroy. Give me, a, give me a life-size fly and let me and let me then do I'll it as kill a it. as a rite of and passage. And tame it. <laughs> tame it Ew. for a week until it dies. But um, yeah. So bugs, yay, Glad bugs. We well, we're not bugs. done. We're not done with bugs. We're yeah, we're, we're we are done with the news. Uh, but and probably also a peek forward because I'm I'm certain we'll cover that game when it comes out. Uh. But for now, let's talk about the game that we're going to talk about right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah? Hollow Knight. Anyone? Party noises. Hollow Hollow Knight. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Hollow Knight's a game. And Kai's here to talk to us about it. Um, It's a game that has been out for a few years now. It's available on Steam. Is it available on Switch, too? It seems like it would be. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's on Switch. Yes. Um, and it's a platformer Metroidvania game where you control a little bug warrior guy and you go down into the depths of the, oh, what is it called? The hollow nest. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And you fight other bugs, most of which seem to have some kind of mind control thing going on. And you unlock power-ups that allow you to explore more of the depths. And you unlock little bits of lore from different characters as you go along. That's that's Hollow Knight. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, what's interesting about that, real quick. And then these are connections that I'm just now making, and I want to make them before I forget. So, first off, 
we go into the hollow nest. Now, in a lot of lore and video games and TV shows, specifically the one I'm thinking of is Bleach, hollows um, directly pertain to the dead. And mm-hmm. I'm starting to understand... Oh my gosh! <gasps> uh-huh. You're going did into... You... Okay, okay. Did you solve okay. it? Oh, yeah. no. I, I learned a little bit more, but... Because we, we played this game on stream with Kai on Ray's channel. And we'll talk more about that probably at the end of the episode. Um, but we played for two or three hours, and I played it a little bit more today from the beginning. And I learned a little bit more from reading the Hunter's Journal entries and stuff like that. Like, a lot of the bugs that you encounter down there... Uh, especially the ones with the glowing red or the glowing orange eyes are like literally reanimated husks. They're, they're not bugs. They, they were corpses and they have been reanimated. At least that was the understanding that I got. And it's also interesting that when your character dies, you immediately like respawn on the last bench that you sat at, basically a bonfire from uh, dark souls. And you, you are in, you are unwhole your soul globe is damaged and then you have to go back to where you died and fight your spirit in order to uh, fix, like become whole again and regain Mm -hmm. all of your money. So um, uh, yeah, it's interesting to think about what that might mean down the line because a a lot of what is interesting about this game is the lore and and how it evolves and how it's delivered to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ray, I think you were going to get into something. Uh, I, I probably was. There's a lot to talk about in this game. Um, when the it. art style is visually stunning and beautiful, and I want it in my heart because it's <laughs> it's creepy, but there's like a silent beauty to it. Kind of like Limbo, except not as scary. Yeah, yeah. I would say it's like it. It reminds me of Limbo in tone, but it's not. It doesn't beat you over the head with it. Like it's. It allows itself to be pretty too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and my what I really liked was that you're not alone here. There are other NPCs. There's a shop. There's mm-hmm. like an elder bug. There are uh, certain friends that you meet along the way that help you. And I that was a big sigh of relief for me when I was playing because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I just have to journey through this hollow nest alone, and it's dark and sad, and there's corpses trying to kill me everywhere. And then you meet the map maker and you're you're fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts about the game is interacting with all the NPCs. And like as you get further through it, each NPC has their own little storyline. Yep. Mm-hmm. And like that's really fun. And you, you keep encountering them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I'm excited for that. I think it's interesting to point out that whole like not being alone thing because this game definitely um shares a lot of similarities with other games that would put you in a space where you're alone. Like Celeste is a game that I think of when I play this game, and not because of like how to win, but just simple, like simple gameplay, like movement, I guess. Yeah. It's a platformer. Uh, yeah. It's like, a, it's a and, and, but, but also the aloneness that you feel at the beginning, assuming that you're going to be alone, but Hollow Knight, you're not, which is interesting yeah. because, your character does look a little spooky. It has, um, like, your character's, de- the main character is definitely an adorable thing. I did not know it was a bug when I first saw it. So that's kind of cool. They kind of play with that, um, yeah, a bit. I but, mean, I'm uh, not certain it's a bug. That's just my understanding. Cause everything down there is a bug. Yeah. 
but it, it but it definitely does make you feel like you're going to do like the beginning kind of feels the same as that game and the same as what's what's the game that we played around Halloween with a little uh woodland creature oh oh uh, night in the woods night in the woods so at the beginning of that game, you feel kind of alone as well. Like it, it's like you're you're walking around and you're just like, oh, that's a spooky light. Oh, there's this person who has like some generally like like it always starts with you like in this place where you're like, okay, this is kind of creepy. You might meet one or maybe no people that might give you a little bleep of like where what what you're doing, and then you kind of just stop talking to them and move forward. And I feel like that all alludes to this, like, loneliness. But this game, you you know, you run into NPCs and they seem to be pretty much in a... I haven't, like, from the bit I saw you play during your stream, Ray, they all seem to be in a pretty good mood, which is which is really cool, too. Like, um, the map maker, the, um, the tall one who was looking at the giant... Uh, what is it? Um artifact i guess is what you'd call it um yeah, the, the black egg yeah the black <laughs> egg and then um the uh the miner they all seem to be in a generally like not doom and gloom mood like they say some yeah. stuff that makes you kind of feel like oh this isn't this isn't like the best like this isn't ideal but you are in a good mood and that's kind of nice so yeah it, it, it definitely puts you in a lot of different directions like it it, it gives you a mood and kind of kind of does something that you don't expect with it and i like that about this game mm-hmm. kai um you're here as a guest to talk about hollow knight i want to know why it's important to you or or what are some of the things that stand out to you at first glance yeah um so one of the things that i always think about when i think about hollow knight is the boss fights which mm-hmm. like i'm super not into fighting games like i'm incredibly bad at smash and any kind of game like that uh Mm. but for hollow knight like a lot of those fights are really hard at least for me they were i don't know about everyone but like i've definitely heard that a lot of people have struggled with some of the later bosses and um it'll take like i don't know it depends like my brother says he took a day to beat nightmare king grim and uh but like when you beat them you just feel so satisfied that's like honestly the best Mm -hmm. feeling i've ever had and i haven't gotten that with every game that i've played so i don't know like for me it's unique to hollow knight it might not be for everyone but it definitely makes (laughs) me feel really good and uh but they make like they make sure it is to space it out a lot there are a lot of bosses that are optional and they don't you don't have to yeah. beat them to finish the game but you unlock special things for beating them which is kind of cool uh i don't know the the exploration is fun too i mean like ray said like the world is just really pleasant even though it should be scary like the music is really pretty and the art style is really charming mhm how did you first start playing it like what what did you just like oh i'll try this new game Oh, my brother told me about it because I was watching him. I was watching him on that the day where he was trying to beat that one boss, and uh, I thought the art style looked cool. And there happened to be a Steam sale going on that day, so the game was literally mm-hmm. like ten mm-hmm. bucks on Steam. Yeah. Nice. And nice. Definitely. Your brother sounds like yeah. a really cool guy, by the way. I'm, I, yeah. I've only known three <laughs> things about him so far, and he seems pretty <laughs> legit. He really is. He's pretty legit. I think that's accurate. Um, he's 
definitely the gamer in our household, and like I'm the movie person, but we'll swap recommendations. So this was one of his recommendations, and I absolutely and that's loved a really it. good balance too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think of like more things to say about it because I know like obviously I don't really want to give too much away, and there's a lot of lore, and <laughs> it's a very time-consuming game. So. Yeah, I was uh, so I was under the impression when I started playing this game when Ray started playing this game on stream and then when I started playing it again today, one of the things that I kept like a nagging thought that I couldn't get rid of was I've played too many video games like I already know I already (laughs) know what this game is and I don't know the details of everything every plot point that's going to happen but like maybe this place down here is purgatory or maybe <laughs> like, you know, like, and, and we basically called the, the plot arc of what happens with Hornet from seeing her for two seconds. Two seconds. <laughs> yeah. We knew exactly what was going to happen with her. Joe and I like, Oh, and like friends or enemies to friends. Love her. It's yeah. going to be great. Love this. Exactly. And I was like, this is like, it's new to me, but it's so familiar. Um, and, when I was playing today, I was like, I, I explored as much as I possibly could after beating the first two bosses, the, the False Knight and Hornet. Or if I, I don't know if they have to be the first ones, but I explored as much as I thought I could. And I had access to this trolley station and it said there was a slot on it and something goes into the slot. And after oh, you yeah. get the first boss, you get this little pendant that says like, it looks like it could fit into a slot. I'm like, okay, there's my key. There's my keyhole. Once I'm ready to move on to the next big thing, I'll, I'll do that. So I explored as much as I possibly could. I was dashing around. I went to all the edges of the map and I was like, all right, I'm going to see what's beyond this door and I'll call it. And I went to do it and it wasn't right. It wasn't the right key for that keyhole. And I was like, what? I missed something. And all of a sudden, like everything shifted. I'm like, okay, okay. There's more to this game than I thought, you know, like it, it's not, it's not, not to drag it through the mud, but it's not just Owlboy. It's, it's a little bit more than that. And it's a, it's a little bit more complex than I gave it credit for originally. Nice. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, I mean, I'm excited to at least, at least get through that door and see what's next. (laughs) I also feel like, um, I've gotten a lot to know about this game from my buddy who I worked with. He was really excited about it and told me it was one of his favorite games. And that's how I just knew what it looked like. I mean, I never really took much time to it. I saw how the fights kind of went and what the main character looked like. And I also realized that a lot of people find it very, you know, fascinating and a good game. And I'm starting to realize that it... (laughs) This is something I, uh, is a personal thing. Most of the time when I hear a game get a lot of hype or something get a decent amount of hype, I, I'm reluctant. Me too. And, but every time I play this game because of how many times I heard that I should play it. Yeah, but (laughs) it's so weird because when I've started to notice anytime I do take the time to like give a look, a real look at something that I've seen get a lot of hype, I start to understand that it is kind of worthy of the hype which is Mm. not to say like anytime you hear people go nuts over something you should definitely give it a shot you know do it your own way eat it at your own pace you know but 
I mean, this is just another wake up call being like, Terrence, you don't have to like <laughs> reject it because someone told you to like try it. So yeah, yeah. but it, I mean, this game, it, and like I said, there were there were a lot of things that I thought were like easy tag along similarities between other games that we've played, but it wouldn't have gotten this excitement if it was a copy and paste. You know what I mean? So yeah. That that is a, a good thing to like keep in mind, I guess for me. I'm just saying it out loud. But Yeah, I think that's good to point out. I mean I definitely feel that way about a lot of movies that get a lot of hype. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, usually when I watch them I'm like, oh, this is actually good. Um and I do think now that you mention yeah. it, like I do think the thing about Hollow Knight is like the main storyline, if you just play it through for like to get to the end definitely is uh reminiscent of a lot of other games you would have played Mm -hmm. but i guess Mm -hmm. the thing that makes it special is like there's a lot of different optional stuff you can choose to do on the side that's Mm -hmm. just really cool and like adds to the lore of the game and like you don't have to do it to finish but it just makes the experience better yes uh what i think is something a big thing to this game's credit is that if if you take the time to go out of your way and have the extra conversations with the side characters, with the stag, with and, and like go down the extra hallways and find the extra charms and everything, it's going to be a more rewarding experience. But mm-hmm. the game is fun enough on its own. Like the gameplay of it is fun that if you just wanted to kind of set yourself up with with low resources and like get to the end as quickly as possible and be like, well, I don't have all of the cool equipment to make me stronger, but this will be more challenging if I go through this way and I just get there as quickly as possible. I feel like that would also be a fun run. And it, like it, no matter what kind of gamer you are, you could have fun with this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, and the cool thing too, I was kind of explaining to Ray during the stream is like, even the map, there are different orders in which you can discover new areas. Mm. Just depending on, like... I, I like that. I feel like that's a really important part for exploration games, period. Like, that's mm-hmm. gonna make it... I feel like that's, like, a new standard now, in my opinion, yeah. anyway. The linear yeah. game style is kind of dated, in, in my opinion, anyway. But, uh, you know, one I mean, thing I want to ask... you know... Ray? Oh, no, go ahead. No, I was gonna ask you a question. <laughs> Oh, yeah, go ahead. Um, so, like, when I started seeing you play this game, I noticed that it has a lot of potential to come up with creatures that definitely don't sit well with you. What do you think? Um, honestly, I'm a fan of the designs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not, like, they're not, like, creepy, wriggly creatures that really make me scream. Uh, aside from, like, that tube teeth thing. <laughs> and also the moss giant thing that yeah. made you scream multiple times oh no i screamed because it was a giant bush rushing at me and i didn't say this on stream it gave me flashbacks to spyro 2 yeah. and the level with the satyrs where the trees come alive and eat you Ooh. and it was terrifying <laughs> the entire maw of the tree just opens up and consumes you and i will forever be haunted by that that's valid so uh, that's that's the feeling I got whenever yeah. I ran into those charging bush friends. I can say, like, I don't think you would have gotten this far at this point, but when you get to Deep Nest, I think that's, like, the only place in the game that there are some really creepy things. 
and that but it's like designed to be unsettling it's really dark mm-hmm. and there's a lot of stuff that like crawls really fast at you out of the dark and there's big oh, no. like, spider webs and like it's it's really cool it's a really cool area but it's like ooh, it so makes you feel like so there's what stuff you're crawling me. on your skin yeah. So what you're telling me is that when we stream this again and we get there, there's just going to be a lot of yelling from me. Yes, probably. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's a warning for that whenever we get back to streaming it. Um, I want to talk about the gameplay because that was a thing that struck me a lot. Uh-huh. But I think it's time to take a little detour. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah, Ray, we got to was- go. I was interested in in that. I didn't want to like rush you guys, but like seriously, this dungeon is only open between now and later. So yeah, 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 we, yeah. Gotta, <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta go. Uh, <laughs> gotta go. We'll be back after. There's finally four of us dungeon. in a party, and we need to make the most of it. So all right, well, enjoy that, and please bring me back some loot because I'm gonna stay here with our buddy Kai. If that's cool. No, we will. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, sweet boys. Bye bye. Oh, wow. Wow, that's incredible. That is incredible. Yeah, I know you can't see this, but Ray is out there just fighting a giant antlion. And it is... It's honestly... It's brutal, is what it is. I know you can't hear it either. Um, there's a perfectly reasonable explanation for that. I just don't have the time to get into it. Uh, but just trust me. Ray's out there doing the Lord's work, fighting some kind of giant bug thing. Um, but while he's doing that, I was able to find a couple of really cool artifacts here, and I'm definitely going to keep them for myself, but I wanted to tell you about them really quick. Um, first, I have... Oh, wow, yeah, Netflix and Kill. Netflix and Kill. Uh, you might recognize part of Netflix and Kill from the rest of this episode. Kai is one of the members of Netflix and Kill, which is a podcast for horror enthusiasts who are ready to plunge into the depths of Netflix. It's hosted by Kai, Marty, and Hannah every other Tuesday on Lunar Light Studio or wherever else your podcasts may lurk. May your nightmares be plentiful. That's what they say. That's their... They they want you to have nightmares, but in a good, fun, spooky kind of way. Uh, I hope that if I have nightmares, they're at least not about bugs. They probably will be about bugs, considering considering everything that's happened today anyway um the other cool thing that i have over here that i want to tell you about is called is called force friends rewatch and you may recognize them as the people that took over this podcast during the april fool's galactic warp uh whoever the powers at that be in space decided that those space kids from the star wars podcast were going to be here and talk about a Star Wars video game and have a really good conversation that was more in-depth and more focused than anything we've ever produced. But anyway, if you want to hear more focused and well-produced conversations about Star Wars stuff, you can go check out Force Friends Rewatch. Force Friends Rewatch. Uh, did you know that Star Wars fandoms don't have to be toxic Sarlacc pits of gatekeeping and sexism? It's true. Me, Andy, and Ryan... You met them. They're the hosts of Force Friends Rewatch, and they watch the television series of the Star Wars universe and discuss the impact each episode has had on them as fans and as human beings. And it's important to note here that they only definitely talk about the TV shows. 
And only occasionally do they dip into the films, theme parks, video games, tabletop games, action figures, cosplays, actors, writers, novels, comics, and lore. And, you know, the funny little bit where the voice keeps speeding up in commercials, you know, like that's that's what I'm going to do here. Except I'm not actually going to do the work of doing that, uh, just so you know. Um, but pretend like it got really funny and fast. Anyway, uh, they only talk about the TV shows most times. Uh, and you can catch their conversations on Force Friends Rewatch every other Friday, opposite Gaming New Horizons. So next time Friday comes around, you don't have to be sad that there's no GNH. You can just go listen to Force Friends Rewatch instead. And that's available on Lunar Light Studio or wherever else you might listen to your podcast. Force Friends Rewatch. Go. May the, may the Force Friends be with you. I'll, I'll figure something out for them. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, looks like Ray is done and he looks like he has some kind of gruesome trophy from that fight. So I think we're going to go take it back to Terrence. So Kai, what's up? How you doing? I'm not too bad. I have my coffee. It's the most important thing. Gotta get that It is the most juice. important thing. I think like if my life... You know life... the second most important? What's the second oh, most sorry. important thing? No, I, what you're about to say next is a second. Okay. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I think if my life was a game and, like, I had to find, you know, power-ups, it would definitely be coffee. Like, 100%. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Mine would be my inhalers. That would be my life pack. Oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would. But, um, it, so, this time, I want you to tell me something. What, what What are you thinking about? Like, let me know a little bit about you. Mm, I like horror... I like spooky, scary things. Mm. I haven't played that many horror games, though. Like, right now I'm working through Death Stranding, and that's, I, I would say that fits solidly in the horror category. Okay. It's got a lot of horror people in it. So, like, Norman Reedus is the main character, and uh, Guillermo del Toro is a side character, and so it's got those kind of spooky vibes. And I want to know a little bit more about that specifically. Um, you said Death Stranding. So, like, I've I've only seen it because the main character is from The Walking Dead. What is that game even about? That's really hard to, to describe. Um, basically, it's like a post-apocalyptic feature where there's these death monsters that also maybe control time. Like, they rapidly age anything they touch, and uh, some of it's, like, really- whenever they show up, it's, like, super confusing, and it's meant to be. Uh, and you play okay. as a delivery person who delivers important things from city to city. <laughs> and, like, it's- a lot of it- it's so interesting. It's- the gameplay is unlike anything I've ever played. It's, like, really focused on keeping your balance, because you'll load up with all this stuff to deliver- and, like, walking through rocky terrain, and you literally just have to keep your balance, and then these spooky monsters show up, and things start getting really weird. And, like, I don't know. It's really hard to describe, but uh, I, I've really been enjoying it so far. <laughs> I mean, that description is enough for me, definitely. Like, I had no idea, and now I have even a more broad of no idea i guess and i would love to actually see the gameplay but i do think our buddies are returning now which is really convenient uh yeah. <laughs> that was oh, a quick Terrence. uh quick little Terrence. thing i thought it was gonna take longer yes listen i had we had to come back quickly because i did get the mandibles of an antlion but they are deteriorating very quickly so we do have to go to the shop and sell it right now okay mm -hmm. okay that makes sense 
Uh, yeah, Kai we brought, taught me Terrence, a... we brought you the scraps. I, I mean, the best loot. <laughs> wow. The best loot available. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, well, uh, I appreciate that. Kai was just telling me about Death Stranding, and I, I'm i definitely going to look up a video on YouTube about it, like, right in uh, the podcast. I want to know about Death Stranding. I know. Oh, I'm sad I missed that. <laughs> Maybe some other time. Maybe some <laughs> other time. <laughs> a wink. <laughs> <laughs> um... Hey yeah, y'all. Let's let's uh let's get back into the conversation here. Where were we? We were talking I, about Hollow Knight. Hi. We're talking about Hollow Knight. I'd like we've talked a lot about what the game is and what the what the feel you get from it is. I want to talk about the gameplay um which is the Metroidvania style and it's very close to exactly what that style is. You go around, you find rooms, you try to figure out if you can figure out the puzzle in the room with the current set of equipment that you have uh really quickly ray just so uh, for the people who aren't gamers uh metroidvania is referring to the original metroid video game and the castlevania video games which are like side scroller platformers that's mm-hmm. what they're referring to yes feel free to look so some up. other important metroidvanias out there would be like animal crossing uh, <laughs> grand theft auto uh, <laughs> Uh, Jaws on the NES. Actually, none of those. And I, it does. The NES have a Jaws game. It I'm does. It's not think, a Metroidvania. <laughs> I'm trying to think of an actual Metroidvania, and I can't. Oh, uh, uh, Dead Cells kind of is a Dead, Metroidvania Dead roguelike. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless, yeah, it's that. It's a side-scrolling platformer. Um, and that's what this game is. And I was joking a lot during the stream about how, when am I gonna get the energy ball, the gun, the, the projectile? <laughs> uh, and then that happened. And then I could guess, get past a big purple armored bug friend and get to a different area. And that just made me feel good and made me think about Metroid, which I've played very little of, mm-hmm. but it's a successful series for a reason. And Hollow Knight does, uses that same formula but turns it on its head making everything you know bug related or soul related but also i'm excited by what joe and kai have said about the map and you don't have to there's no linear path um because that is a staple of the metroidvania where you have to get a specific thing to unlock the next area there is Mm -hmm. a degree of that obviously but Mm -hmm. it's not it's 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 i think it's more like dark souls like there are and i you know it was it was going to be impossible to not say that i think i've already said it this episode but it, the game structurally is a lot like dark souls um and that's that's a good thing because it's it avoids a lot of the other pitfalls that that series does mm-hmm. but yeah it's it's a it's a fun genre especially when it's done well and it is done well in in this game in hollow knight yeah. So, unlike uh, unlike uh, Metroid and uh, Castlevania, in Hollow Knight you start off with a little slashing tool called a nail, and uh, or at least that's what everybody refers to. It. And apparently, everybody nail. knows what it is. Huh? It's literally a nail because you're bugs, and there's another bug in there that also has a nail. It's a different size, and it's there's also large. Hornet who literally has a needle and thread, mm-hmm. and like she wields it like a spear and uses the thread to like to like use it as a grappling hook or to send it out and then pull it back to her. And that's super cool. I wanted to talk about that. She <laughs> uses a needle and thread as her, as her weapon. But can we get into more uh, specifics about the new weapons that you unlock? Because I didn't know anything about that. 
Uh, or new pirates, uh, oh. I guess. Oh, I mean, well, there is Soul Blast. Um, I don't know if you're there for the stream, Terrence, but after uh, I beat a certain boss, I unlocked the ability to shoot out soul energy, which consumes soul, and hmm, that that's the only okay. power, power up I've acquired. But I did want to talk about the soul gauge, which is very different than a lot of games. You get soul from hitting enemies, and you can also use your soul. You can consume the soul to heal yourself. Yes. At any this, time, it just takes a few seconds. This is this is genius because you have a very limited health pool, and you know one mistake is one of your five health, and you can get that health back. But the only way to get it back is to get to a checkpoint, a bench, or to get up and up close and personal with the enemies and put yourself in harm's way to hit them with your nail, that, that thus regenerating your soul so that you can use that to heal. Um, it's this, it's a very very much a risk reward push pull like keep you in the action system. Mm-hmm. And you can it's really good. You have what they call charms too that give you different abilities. So like eventually mm-hmm. you can use some of your charms to either give you more soul or make it faster for you to heal yourself or certain things like that, which is kind of cool. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very like adaptable for how you prefer to play the game. And I feel like that's a, another, uh, uh, um, you know, addition to their uniqueness of this game is like um, dealing with bugs and also dealing with death and using soul as an energy source. I guess the soul as an energy source thing is a pretty common uh, theme in a lot of uh, video games, TV shows, movies, um, like life force. But I think it's interesting to combine like necromancy with bugs with um like soul energy which i mm-hmm. i think that's a weird combination of things now i wanted to ask you kai because i know he said he only got one power up are there any other like bug related specific power ups that we can expect in the future i feel like that would shouldn't be too big of a spoiler oh yeah there's a lot i mean you have to there are some that you have to have to get to certain areas so like ray unlocked the dash which i think they call the mothwing cloak and there's a Ooh, double like jump that. called the monarch wings and a little uh a little climbing wall jump ability that they call the Mantis Claw. Um, Ooh, and in addition yeah, to that, you can also just straight up upgrade your weapon. You can go meet... They have different people they call the Nail Masters. They have one that like will upgrade it for you if you bring him some stuff. And there are some that teach you like power moves. And uh, it's really cool. And I think, like again, it gives you different options for how you choose to fight... Like, like I'm, that. I'm notoriously I'm, bad at, I never use the power-up moves. Like, I never, <laughs> I just always forget about them. <laughs> but, I mean, that's, uh, that's kind of exciting cool Because, yeah. like, uh, I, I'm, uh, Kai, a little, uh, like, thing about me is I really like going to the hardest difficulty as soon as possible. Like, making the, like, giving, like, um, adding a handicap to my gameplay for some reason. It... It's a uh, it's a self fulfilling like thing that I enjoy, and that totally fits with it. I mean, th- uh, yours is definitely seems to be based on just like a lack of gaming, like like that's just not because I feel like if you if you gamed for years and years of your life, it's kind of just like a thing to use whatever you get the new thing, uh, you know. I so don't. that, yeah. that does... <laughs> if, if, games oh. like this, like if 
I, if if I unlock a power move that it's like okay, I can hold square to charge up a power attack or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's I've, I'm deep enough into the game that when I get that new move, I'm going to use it twice and then I'm going to forget it exists. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. I've, I've so done used that. To, you know, just swinging with wild abandon. Well, I guess that's not true, but <laughs> no, <laughs> what I was saying. But um, I I don't know that, that I I like that because I like I like it being. I like you having to use your limited resources in a more creative manner to overcome your, you know, obstacles. That's a that's a right. huge theme for me. And this is kind of what I was talking about earlier, where like maybe you wouldn't spend as much time going on the side paths and unlocking like the extra charms and stuff like that. You know, you don't you don't buy the map from Cornifer and you try to like keep track of where you are in your own head. And like there are are ways of making it challenging or doing <laughs> playing the game just however you dang want which is is nice yeah yeah like that uh and you've beaten the game kai yeah more or less like i haven't beaten i've finished the game i haven't beaten every single thing that you can mm-hmm. um there's a lot of just extra stuff so like if um if you like really difficult things in one of the expansions, there's a mode where you do basically a boss rush and, like, fight every single boss in the game. And it's... I've watched playthroughs of it on YouTube, and it looks incredibly intense. And, like, I didn't even try for that, because I just... I figured it would either take me forever or stress me out too much. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see that. So there's expansions to the game. Yeah, and they're free. They have different free expansions so like i mentioned earlier one of the bosses that's really hard who i also did not beat um is nightmare king grim and that's this whole expansion called the grim troop which is like kind of spooky halloween themed bugs and they're really cool oh that's cool and you fight this really cool looking guy and it does a lot of extra stuff for you and it's fun i just didn't beat it i i gave up on that (laughs) That's fine. That sounds like a thing I'm not going to do either. Um, Now, I know that there is a sequel coming to this game. Do you know anything about that? Yeah, I do know a little bit. Um, The sequel is called Silk Song, and you play as Hornet. Oh, what? Oh, I need that. So I'm really excited about it, because I definitely want to play as Hornet. Yes. Oh, Oh, my gosh, yes. That's incredible. That's cool. I think we can all oh, agree, cool. like, Hornet is the coolest character in the game. Yeah. 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 I haven't seen her yet. But hearing it from what you guys have said and understanding that it's uh, the Vegeta character, you know, the character that is your arch nemesis and then they become a good guy. I love that. And Great. the uh, idea Terrence, that you I want could... You to, I want you to go to the chat of this call and scroll up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'll post that image with the episode. <laughs> oh, uh, is it the thing that I sent you? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that Hornet? Yeah. That's Hornet. Hornet. Oh, that was my, that's perfect. That was okay. my motivation. So the first time I played the game, um, I did not do as good as Ray. Because, like, this, again, like, I really haven't played that many games. This is one of the first ones I've, like, spent a lot mm-hmm. of time on. So my first time mm-hmm. fighting Hornet was, like, super messy. And I didn't know what I was doing. And it took me a long time to beat her. So I literally, I found, I was like browsing Reddit threads, like, okay, how to beat Hornet. And I found this picture 
and I changed it <laughs> to my my phone lock screen. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna keep this as my lock screen until I beat her. And it was like my motivation. And Aww. I just kind of now I just kind of do that like in general. Like if there's something in my life that I'm like, okay, I need to go do that thing. I'll like change this to my lock screen and I'll be like, Hornet's judging me until I can do the thing. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love, I love that. that so much I for you. That. that is a great. way to motivate yourself. Ugh. That's incredible. I'm, and I have a big I, stupid smile on my face. I, I, when I watched Ray beat Hornet like on the first pass, I was like, okay, that looked tough. Doable doable it was very tough (laughs) and when i played through today i beat the false knight first time no problem no problem and then when i got to hornet i died to her three times i was like (laughs) oh all right but they're two very different bosses like i I had trouble with the false knight uh and then joe kept saying oh it's a donkey kong boss yeah (laughs) and it was and that's probably why it was so easy for me Mm mm-hmm Meanwhile, I haven't played Donkey Kong games. But Ray so. also had the power of friendship on his side. That is true. I did. Yeah. I did. I, I mean, that's what I said after the stream. I only beat Hornet through the power of friendship. <laughs> did you really? That's awesome. I, I did. If you could, if you want to go check out my Twitter, you'll see it. Oh, I believe you. You know, I that may you. or may not be another power-up in this game. The you power gain of friendship? The power of friendship. You gain Hornet's friendship to do oh. some Ooh. important oh. things. Stuff? Hornet things? Maybe. A segment of the game where you get to play as Hornet? I'm just no, getting excited I wish. Now. That's going to be the sequel, apparently. I mean, I guess that's what they're saving it for, but she does. Kai, how do I unlock the boat? The boat? <laughs> oh, are you talking about the tram thing? No, I, I'm just, I've just convinced myself that there's some kind of boat because there are <laughs> a lot of expanses of water. No, <laughs> I'm you like, just... I don't know how else. There's some water that you can literally just swim across. Um, oh. oh some slow. of them. Not hmm. Yeah. I mean, and then there's also... All the ones we've run across seem noxious. There's a power-up that lets you swim through that, too. That lets you, like, swim oh. through acid. Ooh. I gotta talk to the treasure chest that will open up and then curse me so I can fold myself into a paper boat. <laughs> How dare you make a paper Mario Thousand-Year-Door reference here in, on my podcast? <laughs> I love you. Um... God, I just want to play this game now. Yeah, I We've talked about it more and more, and it got, it's gotten me more excited to just play it. I've been playing a lot of games, uh, like I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing, and I've been playing a lot of Overwatch, and I've been playing a lot of games that are like, oh, I almost feel like I have a responsibility to them, mm-hmm. um, and like I'm like I really want to step away from everyone for a while and just play a video game and so when i started playing hollow knight i was like gotta do this for the gnh episode gotta like this is it's gonna be fun but it's still it's still work and then when i i mentioned that like that switch flipping like as soon as i i noticed i'm like wait i i haven't explored everything what am i missing all of a sudden i was like totally taken and i was like all right now now i now i gotta see everything this game has to offer i gotta go down every nook and cranny i got a hundred percent this bad boy um so yeah it it totally it totally picked me up uh out of whatever funk i was in when it came to gaming (laughs) glad to hear that i mean i feel like in your own ways you answered uh the freaking question i I guess it's time for that question Um, but you guys have been bad at doing lately you guys have been answering the question before we ask the question 
in your own way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're we're at that point in the conversation. I mean, is there anything else in particular that any of us want to bring up or talk about before we wrap up here? I have a question um, for you all. Okay. And I asked you this during the stream, but I'll ask again. What is your bug Sona? Oh, oh. this is different. This is different oh, than what kind of bug knew. would you ride? Yeah, it's different than mm, yes. the bug you would ride. This is the bug you would be. The bug you would embody. The bug Sona. I would be a ladybug. Love that. For I can see that. I can see that yeah. huge shell on your back all the yeah. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ladybugs kind of have really ugly, gross faces. You don't have Just an like ugly, you. gross face. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I, I need to know the types of flying beetles. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, you can just say flying beetle. I I guess I'm a flying beetle. <laughs> great, like great horn stagged beetle or whatever it's called. I would definitely be a praying mantis for sure. Ooh. Yeah, I like yeah. That too. Didn't you fight mantis? Oh no, that was Ryan's. Oh, that was Ryan. Mm-hmm. What about you, Kai? What's your bug sona? <laughs> I would probably be an ant because I'm small, but I like to lift <laughs> big things and build things. Hi, Mark. Yeah. And I imagine if I bit someone, it would probably hurt. I don't know. I haven't tried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's because Powerful if you bit dogs. someone, they would die. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, powerful Ant Kai. Love that. Kai the Anti. That sounded cooler in my head. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. With that being said, is this something you guys plan on continuing to play after this episode? D- directly after this episode, yes. Dur- like, right now. Immediately after. I'm booting it up right now, so we better wrap up soon. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I, I promised to stream it. I think I'm turning it into a stream series. I really enjoyed oh, it. Oh, heck yeah. Okay. Well, I look forward to watching that. Why watch it when you can join me? I look even more forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I I think I will because it is because I mean this episode has definitely brought it more to my light and I've and it hasn't spoiled enough for me to feel like I've already played it which is awesome and um my friend from work like I mentioned earlier he really really loves this game so I think he would be even more excited to hear that I plan on playing it as well so yeah mm. play it we're all gonna play it Heck yeah. we're all gonna play all Hollow gonna play Knight all got time why not. Kai, are you going to play Hollow Knight again? I'm on my second playthrough, and I'm sure I'll probably play it after this. Oh, oh heck yeah. Really Kai's quickly, you mentioned mods, uh, and I had the wonderful idea today. This doesn't have to say in the episode, but I was like, what if what if we do a mod where we um, just add voice acting to all of it? Oh my oh. gosh. Oh. That would be really yes. cute, but also the voices they have are so iconic. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. Buffanada. Yeah, Buffanada. Shaw! Shaw! Literally anything I need, anytime I need anything, I'll just... Shaw! <laughs> <laughs> that, like, that was so powerful. I, I'll never forget Shaw when, during the fight with Hornet. Terrence, you will understand. Don't worry. I will. I will. I plan to. Um, 
yeah, I, I wanted to say thank you once more to you, Kai, uh, for joining us. It's it's been a I can't believe we've been talking for an hour already. It's it, it has flown by. But thank you for for coming in and showing Hollow Knight to us and uh, making us finally play it because it's a really great game. <laughs> thank you for inviting me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, where can people find your projects and your presence, your digital footprint? Well, I like everyone good in the universe i'm part of the lunar light studio network of podcasts (laughs) i have a podcast called netflix and kill where we talk about horror films mostly on netflix sometimes not but mostly and uh we've talked about good movies we've talked about bad movies our newest episode is about saw 2 which was weird um and that can be found on lunarlightstudio.com itunes spotify all of those places were on Twitter at Netflix underscore in is in the letter in underscore kill. And my personal Twitter is Kai the Jedi. I'm not really doing that much important stuff. Just playing Hollow Knight and watching movies. Both very important things. What are you talking More about? Making Netflix and kill and joining Ray for his stream series on Hollow Knight. Ray, where can people find that? Uh, people can find me streaming on twitch.tv slash elleray13. That's E-L-E-R-A-Y-1-3. Hell yeah. And you can find stream updates and other updates at his Twitter, which is in the show notes, like always. And you can find my Twitter in the show notes. And Terrence doesn't live on Twitter because he loves himself. I don't mm-hmm. live on any social media anymore. Because you love yourself. Mm, because he loves himself. Um, <laughs> and thank you all so much for listening to gaming new horizons thank you to lunar light studio for being our podcast family as always oh and we're gonna try out a new uh closing line this week which we picked up from doing the what you call it episode oh also if you want to see where we were during the the galactic warp go listen to the april fool's day episode of what you call it it's it's a a fun one um but with that i will say i think we're done thank you for listening to gaming new horizons And please don't kill your spiders. What's my line? What's my new line? Help. That's it. We got it. 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 (laughs) What was the what you call it line? Help. It was gaming. It's for everyone. Okay. Gaming. It's for everyone. Lunar Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay. Hi, Ray and Marble. Hey, Marble. Hello. So, I've been watching this great anime that I wanted to talk to you about. What is it called? It's called Yu-Gi-Oh! And we've already been talking about it on the Deck of Friendship podcast. Oh, you mean the podcast we do about game-based friendship animes? Yeah, where the first season we're covering Yu-Gi-Oh! Season 1 and we'll move on to series like Bakugan and Digimon and Fighting Fudons and Dinosaur King and all sorts of other anime that focus on friendship as a core theme and are based on a physical game. It's It's a wild concept for a podcast and we're doing it. Yeah, and we talk about those themes and how they pertain to these games and how you should use friendship and working together to overcome obstacles. 
Not only do we cover important aspects of the shows themselves like friendship, togetherness, socialism, and more, but we also get to the important questions. What happened to Grandpa? Is the heart of the cards cheating? What would your Millennium item be? So you want us to make our own Millennium items. Mine is the Millennium Estrogen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you win. Legit answer? I would either want, like, a Millennium Piercing or a Millennium Tattoo. Ooh. Now, this might inform you a lot about me as a person, but I'd like a Millennium Fork. (laughs) Somehow, Ray, somehow, I knew. I knew. It it doesn't do what you think it does, is the thing. Oh, so it's like a tuning fork. Yeah, I need to figure out the details and where the eye goes, because every Millennium item has an Mm -hmm, eye somewhere, mm -hmm. right? Is that a thing? I think so. Well, now I feel like I got the short end of the stick since I picked a Millennium copy of Scorpion King 2 Rise of the Warrior specifically on (laughs) Blu-ray. Hey, there's a bunch of uses for that one. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of power in that disc. Whoever watches it, their soul gets sucked into the video, and they have to live that movie. <laughs> this is getting this is getting wild. A little bit. So where where can this podcast be found? Deck of Friendship can be found on the Lunar Light Studio Network, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, or in the Shadow Realm, or in the Shadow Realm. 